Welcome to the Untold Tales Audio Anthologies. Written by Dr. Jeffrey A. Robinson and narrated by Melissa Del Toro Schaffner. Father's Day. Max's visits to the nursing home were always bittersweet. His mother and father had moved there when they could no longer take care of themselves, but they still had many years of life left before them. Mother was physically fine, but her mind not entirely sound. Father, on the other hand, though weak and frail, had a mind that was as sharp as it had ever been. They were polar opposites from one another. He was tall and she was short. He was quiet and something of an introvert. She was loud and outgoing. In any case, they were inseparable. When she had been young, she had been a nurse, and whenever Mac visited the facility, she was always busy helping other people, as if she were one of the staff. Currently, she was in one of the large activity rooms, woman-splaining to a group of assembled residents the correct way that they should be playing bingo. She always loved to be in charge. Dad, however, was feeling down again. He missed the intellectual stimulations of his colleagues back from the lab. For more than 40 years, he had been a distinguished nuclear physicist and possessed a frightening intellect and a photographic memory. While his body had failed him, his mind was as vibrant and active as it had ever been, and since his retirement, he had nothing to challenge him. Therefore, he often descended into periods of intense melancholy. That's one of the reasons that Mac came to visit so often. Since he had been a teenager, he and his father had been quite close. The two of them could talk until dawn about any and every topic imaginable. Indeed, it was when he talked with others that his father seemed the most alive. When Mac visited his dad, Mac's wife, Barbara, usually stayed at home. She had the grandchildren to tend to, and she loved playing the piano to them. The nursing home always made her somewhat depressed. Therefore, she usually let Mac visit his parents alone, while she stayed at home. Today was a special day for Mac. He brought a unique present for his father, something that would let him escape this tiny medical facility, this pretty, antiseptic-smelling place that so effectively imprisoned him. The gift was one of the top-of-the-line, state-of-the-art, high-end laptops that supported a full EVR system. The small computer was one of the first portable quantum computers and had more processing power than supercomputers from just a couple years ago. Wearing the extended virtual reality headset with the built-in neural transducers, the user could transport themselves anywhere one could imagine. From walking along a beach in the South Pacific to floating inside the International Space Station, where you could look down on the Earth from orbit high above. The unit was capable of not only rendering sight and sound, but could stimulate the other senses as well. It could even mimic motion along with touch and even smell. Mac figured his gift would enable his father's mind to be free, even if his body was trapped in his wheelchair. There was, however, more to Mac's gift that made it even more special. You see, his father had worked for decades as one of the nation's premier nuclear physicists. He had designed nuclear reactors and the engines for the new interplanetary shuttles 
that carried people to and from the colonies on Mars and Europa. And while he had taken and taught enough courses to have three doctorates, he had never actually gotten around to earning his degree because his credits had come from so many different graduate schools. In fact, he had always been self-conscious about the fact that everyone always called him doctor. Therefore, without his knowledge, Mac had enrolled him in the local university's doctoral program. With the new EVR headset, he would be able to attend lectures and meet with students and professors without ever leaving his room. With all the credits he already had, he would only need to take a few more courses to complete his degree. Even taking only one course a month, he would have his doctorate completed in only six months. When he explained the nature of his presence, Mac was afraid that it would turn into a fight. But instead, tears welled up in his father's eyes. Within minutes, Mac had him hooked up to the EVR and had him chatting with the chairman of the physics department at the university. Both men knew each other professionally, and within minutes, Mac's father found himself invited to be a guest lecturer at some of the very courses he was scheduled to take. The courses, Mac knew, would be a snap for him. After all, he would just be listening to lectures about things he had lived and experienced for years. Taking these last few courses were perfunctory, but completing his PhD in physics would finally formalize his title as doctor. More importantly, it would keep his mind active and engaged. Mac watched his father talk and reminisce with his old friend using his new EVR sensor array. Then, he carefully withdrew and left his father in his room, plugged into the EVR. Walking down the hallway, Mac spied Stan and Charlie, residents of the facility like his father. Stan had broken his hip more than a year ago, and it had never really healed. Charlie was kind enough to push Stan around in his wheelchair. Both of them stopped and spoke to Mac, who excitedly explained about the gifts he had brought his dad. Then, noting Charlie's friendly smile, Mac remembered that he had once had a cat named Charlie and how sad he had been when it had died. He had been heartbroken because it had been just after Barbara had passed away. Mac stopped. Wait. That's right. Barb wasn't home watching the grandkids. They had grown up and gone off to college. Barb had died six years ago, just before he had come here. Turning and hurrying back to his room, he peeked in the door and saw both his expensive laptop and the EVR rig across from an empty chair. Then he remembered. His father had died of a heart attack more than 20 years before, and his mother had followed within a year. He had taken their deaths quite hard and often dreamt of them, forgetting that they had died. In those pleasant dreams, he could talk once more to his father and interact with that brilliant mind that he missed so much. That's what had happened today. He had been dreaming of his father again, and in those dreams he was still alive and vibrant once more. But this time, he had been dreaming while he was awake. But it had seemed so real. Then he realized that it had happened again. It had been happening a lot lately. That was why he was here. Sitting heavily in the chair, tears came to his eyes, 
and he gently started to cry. They were gone. All of them were gone. Barbara, his father, and his mother. All of them had died, and he was alone. With his elbows on the desk, he rested his head in his hands and started to cry. Stan and Charlie watched from the door to Mac's room. Is he okay? asked Charlie. Yeah, replied Stan. He'll be okay. He has good days and he has bad days. On the good days, he lives with his loved ones. On the bad days, he remembers that they're gone and grieves for them. Maybe he grieves for himself a little too. Fortunately, he has more good days than bad ones nowadays. Charlie nodded and watched Mac silently weep. Periodically, Mac would gasp and a great sob would wrench his body and make him shudder. Isn't it odd, said Stan. Mac was a brilliant pioneer and was one of the IT experts who created this wondrous VR technology that can create any reality you can imagine. But Mac here is oblivious to all that. He's forgotten all that. The mind, you see, is far more powerful than that expensive quantum computer of his. Without any technology at all, the mind can let you see and hear and feel anything you truly want. You can experience and relive anything you desire, and it will become more real than everything else around you. Stan and Charlie stayed at the door of Mac's room until it just became too uncomfortable to watch him suffer. Come on, said Stan. He'll be okay. He'll cry until he falls asleep, and when he wakes up, he'll forget that his loved ones have died and he'll be his old cheerful self again. Let's go to the auditorium. I heard the staff has arranged to have a science fiction movie marathon. We could binge watch some old shows, and maybe they'll let us have some buttered popcorn. It's a new season, and we have some new authors and new storylines that will absolutely delight you. And as you know, we absolutely love our listeners, fans, and patrons. If you loved what you heard, consider joining us over on Patreon. That's where all the fun happens. Just visit www.patreon.com forward slash Melissa Del Toro voiceover. If you'd like to read more of the stories in the Untold Tales series, not narrated here on our podcast, you can find Jeff's books on Amazon.com in paperback and Kindle format. The links for all of this information are conveniently listed in this episode's show notes. Thank you and have a wonderful day.